why am I his sidekick, all right? How do you know he's not my sidekick? First off, welcome to Fireside. We'll be talking comic books the entire time. Ain't going nowhere, so dry your eyes. Already lasted longer than fireflies. Stay tuned, Mickey's got the groupiest news. From books to TV, the movie reviews. Plus the next toy, baby, here will you choose. Even a superhero fight club, we usually lose. So pop in those earbuds, turn up those speakers. Feel my most power, earth you with features. Neither listen by weekly or you can binge us. We got it all, baby. So relax and lie back as we start another issue of Fireside Chats. Comic facts and wise cracks. Welcome to the show. This is Fireside Chats. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to another issue of Fireside Chats. I'm your host, Betty. And with me, as always, are my wonderful sidekicks. First, P Features. Hello, Internet. Hello, Internet. Baby Huey. What's going on? 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 Wait, you got to do the thing where you get real high pitched, though. Tell me what's going on. There it is. Oh, my. Now you ruined it. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. I went a little mace there, a little pastor mace for you. Uh Uh, But. Hopefully you had a chance to check out our Kate Bishop breakdown that dropped yesterday. Uh, but as you know, today is Wednesday, and Wednesday is what features? The new news. And a lot of the things that we talked about on that show are still going to be talked about today. So we're going to recap some of the things that we talked about in that when we get into some TV news. But uh, we have a plenty of other things to talk about. Well, actually, arguably too many things to talk about uh, because, you know, last week when we did the news, we just focused on the trailer and Disney Plus Day because, you know, that's all that mattered <laughs> at the time was the Disney Plus Day announcements and uh, No Way Home. And No Way Home will, you know, probably have something to do with today's issue, too. I have a feeling that's nah. going to be in the news until it just comes out. <laughs> that, that's going to be uh, pretty prominent in every podcast about comic books that you hear until the release of that movie. But nah, we, not at all. We also have things like uh, you know, Batman moved to New York City, which is weird. Ooh, that is weird. Uh, ScarJo and Marvel have a secret project. Ooh. And gee, surprise, surprise, we got the latest on Spider-Man. <laughs> Again, because there's so much no, way, no, there's so much no way home news. You kind of have to. Um, but let's let's take a step back. Let's let's bring it into comics and let's talk about the the clickbaity title that we've all probably seen floating around the social medias right now, which is Batman moving to New York City. Because everybody was up in arms when they saw this, but nobody. Nobody noticed that the image that they posted of, of Batman with the backdrop of New York uh, visible, that his mouth is covered. Kind of like that Optimus Prime face mask <laughs> that, <laughs> that uh, somebody recently has been donning. No? You don't like that? You don't like the Optimus Prime face, Baby Huey? No, for, di- for different reasons. Oh, oh, you just don't like him moving to New York? <laughs> no, actually, I kind of liked him moving to New York. I just don't like the faceplate because he's hiding himself. That's true. That's true, but that's, that's a whole other topic. But yes, so everybody, everybody was kind of up in arms in this because you know Gotham is so syn- uh, syn- synonymous. That's the word synonymous with Batman. Hip hop that- anonymous. <laughs> Hip hop anonymous. <laughs> Damn you! You give him the easy ones. It's <laughs> <laughs> gonna go full big daddy on you. Uh, all right, so let's go. Reel it in, reel it in. So yes, Batman is moving to New York City. What you saw is true, but. However, it is not Bruce Wayne. Bruce Wayne will stay in Gotham because Bruce Wayne, Bruce Wayne and Gotham are. are <laughs> Bruce. <laughs> Bruce. 
I turned into um oh I turned into Mike Tyson for a second there. <laughs> <laughs> I use children. <laughs> <laughs> so Bruce Bruce Wayne. Um, but yeah, Bruce oh, is gonna stay in uh, stay in Gotham like you would expect him to. Uh, but Jace Fox, the new Batman who we've seen since Future State, uh, that Batman um, who uh, who was the writer? I forget his name. Who did Twelve Years a Slave? Um, uh, who's, uh, John John Scott. Re- yeah, that's Ridley your, Scott. Ridley Scott. I feel Scott. like it's got all three of those names in there some way. I just don't know the order. <laughs> John Ridley Scott. Ridley Scott. John. John. John, John Ridley Scott. There we go. Uh, so he's coming back to write a new book that has uh, has uh, the the Fox Batman moving to New York City. So that explains kind of where he was in the time between uh, the current storyline as well as moving into Future State, that future aspect of Batman. What's up, baby? It's just it's just John Ridley. Sorry, John Ridley. We're just throwing Scott in there. Because We're throwing Scott in there because Scott's yeah. just a good name. I mean, Scott Summers. There's know. another Ridley Scott. Isn't there? Ridley Scott, of course. How could we not? You know. So you know, Scott's just a good name. Great Scott. You know, Back to the Future, he he was great. He was a good guy, apparently. Great Scott. Oh, he wasn't talking about a person? No. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Uh, all right. So, yeah. So, Batman's moving to New York, but it isn't It isn't Bruce Wayne. So, let's, uh, keeping this moving, let's talk about let's talk about Batman Incorporated. You guys remember Batman Incorporated? We, I don't remember if no. we talked about I this do. on the show. It was a while ago. This was a while, a while ago. Um, uh, but the, con- the concept... Was that a sin- Batman was going to create a franchise version of himself to make <laughs> Batmans around the world to to protect the world? So there would be different versions of Batman around everywhere. Uh, so it's like remember like the Fifty State Initiative for Avengers? It's that, but Batman and and the world. <laughs> <laughs> so um, uh, anyway, that I like that Batman suit because it brought back the uh, oval. Yeah, on the, yeah, on yeah, the yeah. chest. Uh, but it looks like they're going to be coming. Uh, you know. Batman Incorporated is going to be making full circle here. Uh, on February 1st, uh, Batman 120 is going to be bringing back the concept of Batman Incorporated and is going to have several different Batman in it. So the Batman. So now we have the Aquaman story coming out, and now we've got our Batman story coming out. So we've got the Batman of China. You've got the Batman of Paris, I believe. What's his name? The Dark Ranger? Or no, uh, uh, oui, oui. Night Runner. Night Runner's for Paris. Dark Ranger is the Batman of Australia. And the Abyss is a Batman villain we haven't seen yet that we're going to get in uh, in December. Um, so these will be the different members of this Batman Incorporated team. And, and this isn't a, it's not a new concept, as I was saying before. This was something that happened not too long ago where Batman essentially franchised the, the name. But that was even then based on a book from the 50s, uh, which was the International Club of Heroes which uh, was renamed eventually Batman of All Nations. So, again, uh, this is Batman, a... Volume 1 for Batman Inc. came out in November of 20, uh, 2010. 2010. Yeah, and it, and it was short-lived because it, the concept of Batman outside of Gotham is weird, and we'll see how Batman in New York does. Uh, but, that, again, Gotham is so synonymous with Batman that it's weird when you think of Batman in Australia. You know what <laughs> I mean? Like, I am vengeance, mate. Hmm. Wow. <laughs> that's not a knife <laughs> that's a batarang <laughs> um, alright let's kick, let's kick no, stop it stop it right there <laughs> let's, let's keep with uh, DC News um, for a little bit longer because Shazam's about to get a, uh, a new a new what do we call it mantle you know passing <sighs> of the torch a little bit 
So uh, I'm okay with this one. It may, yeah, uh, me too. Um, Billy, Billy's gonna be taking uh, taking a back seat to uh, to Mary, Mary, Miss Mary Marvel, is uh, yeah. is gonna be the new uh, Shazam moving forward. So in the the new champion of Shazam is the name of the uh, the four issue miniseries that's gonna be coming out uh, in 2022. That is going to focus on Mary taking over as the mantle of Shazam, and that makes perfect sense, and I, and I kind of love it. Mm-hmm. Is this part of the new Fifty Two? No, new fifty two. Five G. I'm sorry. No, five G. You've been you've been out of the game for a while. Features five G got five uh, G got turned into future state, which future did state, not yeah. last very long. And then something like remnants of it still exist, but it, they've already moved past it. Like we're what new frontier now? Is that what it's called? Or frontier or something? I mentioned this before. It, ev- almost everything that's happened in future state is now currently happening in the current runs. Of all the comics, so they all say it was a possible alternate future. It's kind of now. I think they just—I think they didn't have a choice but to keep going with the plans that they had, because there would be a right. lot to rewrite everything. They just shortened the whole concept of five G, that whole uh, idea of the future versions of all these heroes. I think they just shortened the whole thing up. So I think it'll, this will be—we'll be moving past this sooner rather than later, probably. But no, I don't know if this has anything to do with five G because I don't remember her being Shazam. Because didn't what was his name? Shazadam? Shaz- was that was the, the, the Black Adam? Shazadam? Wasn't he the Future State Black one? Adam. Shazam was in Future State. Yeah, but it but wasn't I- Shazadam the one of them? Sh- I'm not making this up. We talked about it on the show. He had the black <laughs> costume, the whole nine yards. It was Why you dumb. call him Sh- Shazadam? Because that was his name in the book. It was black, It was Shazam with the powers of Black Adam. I'm, I'm not. I'm not. It was Shazadam. <laughs> I'm not. I'm, dude, Google it and tell me if I'm wrong. All right, let's keep this moving. Let's talk about, let's get into Marvel because there's some really weird things going on with Marvel. First off, speaking of weird things, let's talk about some what ifs uh, and get that out of the way with uh, with what if Miles Morales and what if Gwen Stacy. So we've got a series of Miles Morales and Gwen Stacy books coming out, which if you don't know, the two of them had a, a I don't know if it was a short-lived relationship. I never really followed, I never really followed into it. Like they had a they relationship. Kissed. They kissed. They did. It, it was a thing a between them. Yeah, like they were they were an item for a sec. Miles um, is now dating Vulture's daughter, so who is looks like making an appearance in these multiverse episodes uh, issues. So, uh, for example, we're gonna get in one of these what ifs. We're gonna get a what if Wolverine, um, which has been dubbed online as Black Wolverine, which that's <laughs> uh, not a good name. <laughs> no, no, it's, it's not, not a good name. Um, Boy, do better. And then we've so then we've got our new Captain America. I love that you said do better <laughs> with, that, with the Sam Wilson <laughs> with uh, his speech. You got to do better, politician. I like his suit for Captain America. I I like I like his Wolverine suit. I just find it weird that we're getting these var- variations of Miles Morales as Captain America, as Thor, uh, Wolverine, uh, and Hulk. Apparently, uh, and, I didn't see the Hulk one. Are they trying to make a Deadpool out of Miles? Well, it's, I think they're just really leaning into the multiverse stuff while it's hot in the movies and the TV shows. So I think we're going to get inundated with with uh, multiverse concepts. Like, we got Avengers Forever coming out again right now. Um, and then now we've got these what-ifs. We've got uh, Death of Doctor Strange, which I'm sure has a lot to do with what's going to happen in Doctor Strange uh, 2, Multiverse of Madness. Which, our next story leading to the into a verse, okay, Uh with these what ifs with uh, Miles, I wouldn't be opposed to seeing a Miles what if team. Like you know, we get the spite like the Spider Verse crossovers. We get all the different Spider Men's. I wouldn't be opposed to seeing like 
cap Miles with Wolverine Miles, like just as a team. I think I think you might get your wish, baby Huey. I think I might too. Uh, and one thing that I don't like about it is it opens the door for a series of really boring books where they repeat that process down the line over and over and over and over and over because Marvel has a habit of doing that where they somebody has an idea and every single book line wide uh, is all doing the same thing. Like, what if this character had the powers of that character? And every other writer from Marvel went, doing that. <laughs> or, or what if we took the Spider-Verse and just jumped the shark with it? Oh, because... Yes. We're getting Gwenverse now. Well, of course you are. Of course you are. Right now, Why? because 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 we've got Multiverse of Madness and we've got uh, No Way Home coming out. Like I, if there was I, ever a time I, yeah. for Spider-Man and Multiverse, it's right now. Like if you were making, if you if this book was rattling around in your brain, and you were like, man, what would be a good time to release this book? Now, two years ago, when Into the Spider-Verse came out, since Gwen was a major. And that's that that's movie. true, and that was an Oscar-winning movie, and it was really good. But it has it has already been shattered by the amount of press given to just this movie. <laughs> this one Spider-Man movie's press has overshadowed the press to anything I've ever seen in film. It's like the and Tom Beatles Holland in a movie, and Tom Holland hasn't spoiled it yet. Well, you know, Tom <laughs> Holland. We we could talk about this a little bit later on, but I think Tom Holland's at a point where he's out. I think Tom I, Holland has become yeah. mentally drained. The dude who said he would play Spider-Man until the day he died, until they forced him to give it up, is already like, if I'm playing Spider-Man at 30, I'm doing something wrong. And I, isn't he, what is he, like 20, 25, 28, something like that? Yeah, something like that. He's, he's, he's not far along. <laughs> Tom Holland so, is 25. Yep, so my yeah. point, so, so, <laughs> in, so in five years, he wants to be done playing uh, playing Spider-Man. So I think I, I think... I think there's a lot going on at Marvel and Sony right now, and it's probably driving him nuts. And I probably... think he's just tired of getting yanked back and forth between the two companies. Yeah, yeah, and I think, uh, yeah, I think it's also affected his personal life a lot. Like, I think that whole Zendaya news that came out recently that the two of them were dating, but they like it was cost because of the, like, I think there's just a lot to mm-hmm. his world right now, and how Marvel and Sony are kind of using him back and forth as this, as this poster child of the MCU Sony verse. And I think it's I think it's getting to him. He was distraught with that D twenty three when when the Sony Marvel thing broke down. Remember, he was literally about to walk on stage, and they pulled him. Oh yeah, and said and said no, you can't go out there. You're done. He did an interview like, recently where he said the the walking outside always being Spider Man, like always representing Spider Man, is becoming too much. What did he say? He just wants to go to the bar with his friends and get drunk, but he can't. <laughs> so. I, I don't know. I don't blame him. I get it. I don't blame him, but still. Uh, all right. We're, we've gone way off topic. Let's reel this back in. Let's get into comics for a little bit longer. Let's talk about the death of Doctor Strange. Uh, they did announce that at the end of the death, death of Doctor Strange uh, coming in March, which will be the aftermath, uh, you will be getting a new Sorcerer Supreme. Uh, they have not said who this person will be. Uh, but, uh, yeah, this is not just a title in it, just a Death of Doctor Strange book to get us ready for Multiverse of Madness. It is something that will be a little bit long-lasting. We'll see if it's like Wolverine, Death of Wolverine. That was, what, five years before he came back? So It was just a week. Yeah, it we was. It's just a week. No, yeah. when, it's last, last <laughs> week. Uh, have you read any of the issues so far? No. No, I uh, was, was Death of, no, no, I haven't read it. No, I, no, I haven't read any I've, I've only read the first first issue so far, and one thing I do like is apparently way back in the past – Strange cast a spell that took a week of his life and put it aside for 
for when if he ever died, this week of his life would come back and help try and solve his murder. Oh, that's so cool. right. So after he died, a seventies version of Doctor Strange is out right now. Oh, that's cool. That's he's a very cool co- idea. He's got, he's got the old costume on. With, remember the yellow gloves with mm-hmm. the polka dots on it? He's, <laughs> that's what he's, it's, it's really cool to see that old style back. That's very, very cool. So I'm hoping that it's only supposedly only be around for a week. So I'm hoping he sticks around longer as a old, younger Strange. Well, I, it's got it's going to be for the remainder of the story at least. But uh, well, yeah, let's jump yes. over into, uh, into TV news. Um, some real quick bits. First off, we got our first look at uh, at Batwoman's uh, what is Poison Ivy. I like and it. She, she looks. She looks. She's gorgeous. She looks awesome. It's, I like it's, it. It's, it's incredible. <laughs> it's not enough to make me start watching Batwoman. No, but but <laughs> she looks great. What's the news behind her? Did she? Did they change her? No. Well, we don't know yet. She's not in the show. We just got our first look. Like they, there was rumor that she was going to be in Batwoman moving uh, coming soon, and then we got our first <laughs> our first look and. Whew, she looks great. Okay. All right. What's her name? As- uh, Nicole Kang, right? Isn't that her name? Yes. I think cool. that's her name. Yeah, yeah Google, her, Google her and you'll, yeah. Well, uh, the, the image will be in the show <laughs> post, so you can def- definitely just click on the show post, and you can I'll have it in the, all the different images that scroll through at the bottom. So it'll be there. Uh, and, and she looks great. It's a very it's a very unique look. I've, n- I've never seen a, a Poison Ivy that quite looks it's like It's very that. fashionable. It is. That's a great way to put it. That is a great way to put it. it is very even even like in the promo picture they have of like they have of her, she's very model esque looking, you know the pose and all that. So I I like it. Yeah, it looks good. Um, all right. So then from there, let's rehab rehash some of our Clint Barton and uh, Young Avengers, aka. Kate Bishop is spoiling things by accident news. Mm-hmm. So uh, you may have heard us talk about this yesterday, but we will recap for anybody who didn't get a chance to listen to that. But I do think you should go back, listen to the Kate Bishop breakdown before you start Hawkeye today. That's out today. First two episodes are available. But if you want to get a, a kind of a get caught up on who Kate Bishop is and why she's important, um, go ahead and check that out before you hit play. But first off, did you see the Jeremy Renner interview where he, where he, t- he dared Marvel to recast him? I no, I not. missed that so one. Yeah, it was tell pretty, us how that went. That was pretty good. Uh, this isn't really TV news, but it was be, it was on the press tour for this. But essentially, he said he learned boundaries with Marvel because he, he when his daughter was born, he was like, I I it, I learned courage to tell them to f off because I need time with my daughter. And then he was apparently people close to him were like, you're gonna you're gonna be you know you're you're gonna risk your job if you do this. And he said, all right, fine, recast me. <laughs> he said, go ahead, recast me. Which, I'm sorry, your child was just born. Right. I mean, I think that's a fair reason if there's ever been a reason. Screw you. I'm and to be honest, mine. he, I mean, Jeremy Renner felt, didn't feel right about the Avengers in general. Remember, he was like, in, th- during the Avengers movie, he used to joke around that he wanted, how he wanted to die in certain scenes because yep. he never really felt like his character was, was, getting, was getting the deserved attention that, that he was told he was going to have. Like, he get the one cameo and then he gets mind controlled and he's the bad uh-huh. guy and. You know, you'll get much from him. Even honestly, until this day, you don't get much from him. Ronan was the best part about him, and that was what him being Ronan was uh, five minutes. Right, right. It wasn't didn't wasn't much, wasn't much. So I could see why he would feel that way. And you know, he he made Marvel kind of change up their plans for what they were going to do with the Hawkeye character in the comics. Uh, so I have a feeling they weren't they weren't willing to to to. to to gamble that, especially with the fact that he wasn't in much to begin with. <laughs> it wasn't like they had to rewrite a show or something. So they were like, all right, fine. We're just not going to put you in whatever cameo. <laughs> right. Um, so there's that. And then the other thing is, 
uh, as far as the Young Avengers are concerned, as we know, uh, Haley Steinfeld has been making her rounds doing her the press tours. Uh, and she was asked in an interview if this was kind of all leading to Young Avengers, and she didn't know how to respond. So instead <laughs> of answering, she turned around and looked at Kevin Feige in the face, who face just dropped. It is one of the best pictures I've ever seen. The, he, the eyes he's given that girl, like, you keep your mouth shut. <laughs> I felt that stare, I felt like I was getting yelled at. <laughs> yeah, like, it, ma- it made me believe all of the, the rumors that, that the actors are saying that, that Marvel will black bag you and shoot you with, like, trank darts. It's, it's all real. <laughs> the way he looked at her, like, you you got a black bag coming right right behind the stage if you say one word. <laughs> we we tolerate it with Tom, uh, Tom Holland, but he earned that. <laughs> he, he got through Civil War first. <laughs> you got to get through Hawkeye before you can start spoiling things. Um, but yeah, and uh, one of the producers also was kind of teased that uh, young, uh, they see me, um, Young Justice, which is kind of the same thing. Young Avengers mm. is on the way. That's so, been, eh, this season. Oh, the, the cartoon. Yeah, yeah. Did have you? Did you watch? Uh, since we're in TV, I haven't watched it yet. Did you watch Armageddon for Flash yet? I watched episode one, which was, just premiered, and then episode two premieres yes premiered yesterday. So was it good? Was it was the first episode good? It was. It was good. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, it was it was a little bit better. It was a little bit better than a normal Flash episode. That's not good. <laughs> That's not good. Uh, all right, moving this on. Speak. Well, speaking of since we're, oh, actually, you know what? We're we're yeah, we are on TV. So with Armageddon, nobody knows where Joe West is. Oh yeah, rumor is is he was killed, right? Right, because um, one of the one of the characters makes a reference to someone being dead. You can't and kill Cecile's Joe face, I know. You can't kill. You can't kill Joe West. I'm sorry. You the show's not good enough for you to kill Joe West. Especially if they did kill him and they killed him off screen. Oh, what? oh my god! No, nope. He doesn't deserve that. That's evil. You you have made me love this character. Like the show yes. has made me love Joe West. Joe West is one of the best parts of the Flash. And I, if you get rid of Joe West, like it's fine if his contract's up and he wants to do other things and stuff. But you give that man a send off. Correct. Because, like I said, one of the characters mentioned someone being dead, and Cecile's face dropped, and he, uh, he looked back and went, oh, I'm so sorry. And oh, she's like, no. oh, it's, it's okay. But that's all they mentioned, and Joe wasn't even mentioned in the episode. So hopefully we it, got it, it, some it, resolution it, to that in episode two. That, that ties into the plot somehow. You probably won't get a resolution until the very end, it, and probably nothing will happen of it. It'll just be – it's going to be manufactured um, – what's the word? Uh, conflict for this. Well, if let, let's just say if he, even though it's all manufactured, <laughs> what am I talking about? If he is dead, right in the show, Barry and Iris open the season being all lovey-dovey. It just it doesn't work. Like why? You know, your father and your basically your half, you know, your guy that raised you died. You're not going to be all lovey-dovey, ready to you know try to make a kid. Sure. No, yeah, I completely agree. Completely so. agree. All right, moving on. Uh, real fast, uh, the animation studio that does Castlevania, Powerhouse Animation, apparently pitched Marvel a, or uh, pitched Marvel a an Avengers show. Uh, a, what a couple years ago? I forget what I forget what the actual date was, but still, that's something that if that was if if that was in the works, they did a great job. Castlevania looked good, and it would be a oh, really good way to get, get you got. Go ahead, Peach. What are you saying? No, I was just saying they did Castlevania. Yeah, if they if they pitched the idea. That should be that should be great. I love their artwork. 
Right. The, like, the, the animation is beautiful. And it's and honestly, it's an adult style animation that they could really use. Because as far as the animation department of Marvel is, they're just so far behind DC that they could use something like that. It was back in 2014. They approached them for the 75th anniversary of Marvel. Mm. Oh, yeah. That, that'd so be nice. I, I I hope they revisit that for like a Disney Plus exclusive or something. Because I mean, they've done wonderful things with Netflix. So they're doing He Man right now, and that mm. looks gorgeous. There you go. So I'd be all down for that. I would rather them if if they were going to do something for Marvel, they. I would like for them to put it on Netflix, because it kind of yeah. gives a, a bigger age range too. It won't. It won't because it's Disney. <laughs> it's gonna go on Hulu or Disney Plus because they're not gonna give their money to Netflix at this point. Of but it doesn't really matter because features. You just alleyed me for a phenomenal segue. Okay. Uh, it doesn't really matter because Netflix finally may, may finally have the <laughs> franchise that they've been fighting so hard to get that uh, a shared universe of of colorful of colorful crime fighters. What? Who who, uh, who who come together in a in a in a team of very of spandex clad teenagers? Ay, 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 ay. <laughs> who who fight giant <laughs> monsters with giant robots? Uh, and they have their they have a lot of attitude apparently, and that's what you need to be a part of that team. Wow. So so baby Huey, tell me tell me what's going on with uh, that's a with, segue. With Power Rangers. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we actually talked about this a while ago that. Um, Hasbro, who now owns Power Rangers, cut ties uh, with the with the Super Sentai counterparts over in Japan, and so the rumor was they were going to maybe do their own thing. Uh, they were maybe going to do an animated show. They were going to do 100% all original footage, and then nothing was heard of it for a while. Uh, so till just recently, we found out that uh, the season two f- for uh, the current uh, show was put onto Netflix. And then a few days later, they announced that Power Rangers was 100% moving to Netflix. Or I should say, moving back to Netflix. Because when Hasbro took over, Hasbro removed all the Power Rangers shows from Netflix, aside from Mighty Morphin, and then the current two seasons at the time. Mm. So they just struck this deal. And the funny part is Hasbro just finished putting up Seasons one, two, and three of Mighty Morphin, and now Zeo up on their YouTube page, or the Power Rangers official YouTube page. Mm-hmm. So no idea if they're going to move everything back to Netflix eventually. But the main news is that they've been wanting to do a shared universe of like TV shows and movies, a la MCU. Right, and they are going to be doing a movie, and it is going to be exclusively on Netflix. Menti and I had talked about this what a week ago give or take. Yep. And we were debating if it was going to be in theaters and then move to Netflix or be both at the same time or, or what, but it looks like it's going to be just on Netflix. Does Netflix have a have a decent enough budget for a Power Rangers movie? They ha- so has Power Rangers is owned by Hasbro right now. Hasbro is a huge toy company. Right. They don't got Disney money, but they're pretty pretty They well, got money. And okay, hold on. Reel this back in. Netflix has more money. Of, of course. It, of course. Netflix. Yes. Netflix, Netflix could do but, whatever the hell they want. But I'm saying, <laughs> if, you, if you put Hasbro and Netflix money into this, you can get pretty damn close to Disney money. <laughs> so You know, you know what? Yeah. You're probably yeah. right. You're probably right. You can make this look good. And they, and they will. It's going to be great. The only I reason I ask is because I'm thinking about the quality CGI that 
Oh, this will. The, I think this will be. This will be good. This will be CGI. CGI in the reboot movie was actually decent. Yeah, but that was done by a major studio, not just Netflix. That's what I'm saying. No, I, okay, I, I got what you're saying, but yeah, most Netflix movies that have C, that had the CGI in it are pretty decent because they're also backed by a studio too. Yeah, I mean, look, they 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 they're getting the rock, man. They're fine. <laughs> <laughs> they got they got the money. If they could pay for the rock, they got the money to do to do Tommy Oliver. <laughs> uh, uh, all right. Yeah, I have a feeling Jason David Frank does not cost nearly as much as Ryan Reynolds does. Uh, but <laughs> let's go ahead and jump into movies. Ryan Reynolds as, as Tommy Green oh. Ranger. That'd be yeah. That'd be, it would make no sense, but I'm in for it. Honestly, <laughs> you just say Ryan Reynolds as, and I'm probably in. <laughs> you probably got me. You imagine uh, Ryan Reynolds saying "sick oh yeah, sick oh yeah." All right, baby Huey. Oh, more Spider-Man what? news. What's going on with Spidey? What's what's, what's Webhead up, up to now that uh, the multiverse is a thing? Uh, so we got a bunch of uh, more trailers, like TV trailers released, and they all kind of focus on different villains. Uh, we got a, we got some footage that shows in one trailer uh, William Defoe's Green Goblin. We got a better look at Green Goblin. We got another one that shows a better look at Jamie Foxx's Electro. We got another one that shows Sandman. So, I mean... It's just a little more footage overall. Um, and we got another another one that shows a little more on Tom, on Tom Holland and Zendaya. Just it's just more footage. I I don't, me personally I don't want to watch these because I'm I want to watch the movie. Yeah, I don't want to see any, I don't want to see anything else. Although to be fair, the only thing you're gonna see is is extended versions of the scenes you've already seen. <laughs> like they're if. This it's the worst kept secret in in all of Hollywood that these characters are showing up in this movie. Yeah, it is. There's no question who's actually going to be in this. I will be. I will be floored. We should make a bet. We should make some kind of bet that if Tom Holland or excuse me, if um, Tobey Maguire and that and and um, what can I think Andrew Gar Andrew Garfield. Thank you. If Andrew Garfield and Tom uh, Tom McDonald, <laughs> Tom Holland, <laughs> Tom, I can't even get into this. Oh my god. If, if, Hold the on, other Spider-Man, the Tony other Spider-Man, and Andrew yeah. Garfield. If they don't show up, we got to do something ridiculous. Okay, some I don't know what it is yet. Maybe we'll all take pies in the face. But uh, there, we, there was also one. Sorry, there was one more trailer. Uh, the final one is called the New Suit Countdown. Uh, remember in the, in the trailer that uh, the black Doc Ock says, "Well, no." So in the trailer, you see when he goes, "Oh, you're you're, you're not Peter." When the suit, mm -hmm. yeah. the, the Iron Spider suit goes away from him, uh, there's been rumors that you see Doc Ock's arm that has red on it. Mm -hmm. That's actually him stealing the nanotech from the Iron Spider suit in this trailer. Apparently, kind of there was rumor that the original Spider-Man Two movie, uh, the the arms had a, a deleted scene or a, a page of the script that never got filmed or something along those lines that mentioned those arms were Tark's were Stark tech. They were going to put a scene or a something in the background of Iron Man. Oh, to tie, oh, it. To tie yeah. it, yeah. So, they were, so it would make sense that he would be able to to pull if he if those arms are tar Stark Tech to begin with, then it would it would make sense that he'd be able to pull the nanotech and, and kind of merge with it. Correct. Well, maybe doesn't make sense, but it's yeah. it's passable. It's passable. We'll give it that. It because they weren't hit in Spider-Man Two. Weren't th those arms were like mind controlled? So if no, he could, they, he could, they they had a they were sentient. They were. Well, remember the, right, the right. But he had the inhibitor, the inhibitor that right. was helping him. So 
if he gets a hold of one of those nanobots on Spider-Man's suit, he could tap into it easily. Well, and we know we know that like so the Sinister Six probably will not have Doc Ock because he's probably going to be a good guy. Yeah, it's probably the inhibitor chip is going to get fixed when it merges with Stark Tech. Like that scene of him getting mm. red ten- tentacles is probably mm. him becoming a good guy. So the Sinister Six, although we keep saying like who the Sinister Six are, even though you know no one has actually said Sinister Six, mm-hmm. um, we just all assume because Sony's been shooting for a Sinister Six movie for as long as we've been doing this show, uh, that that's been a thing that they've wanted to accomplish. So yeah. that that's what this is. Uh, so if Doc Ock isn't one of the Sinister Six, that means Mysterio can show up as well as maybe Morbius. Um, can Vulture. make it or Craven the Hunter or Vulture. Hey, there's or, enough people that can make an appearance. Or, or they could they could bring the Rhino in it and give us the CGI CGI version of the Rhino we probably were expecting. I'm I'm cool I'm cool with the Rhino. Yeah. Everybody else doesn't seem to be cool with that, but I, I love Paul Giamatti, so you could definitely yeah. bring him back and I'll be happy. Uh, all right, let's keep this moving. Uh, we got some Blade news, um, and this dude, this this dude from Gone in sixty seconds. Uh, what was his name? Delroy, uh, Delroy Lindo. Oh my God, I love him. I love him in every. You know, actually, my favorite Delroy uh, role is Which Congo. One? Do you remember him in Congo? Ha! When he, when he was the guy who kept taking the bribes. <laughs> He's outstanding yeah. in that role. <laughs> no, nobody likes Congo but me. But Con- I love Congo. <laughs> I like that you. movie. It just was. I only watched it one time. I couldn't like. Yeah, because it's a stupid movie, but I love it. <laughs> um, but anyway, he got cast in Blade in, in an unknown role, which just makes me very excited because I love him as an actor, and it's just gonna make Blade better. He's the new Whistler. It's, that would be dope. Mm. That would be mm. maybe. Hey, not. Let me let me tell you something, Blade. All right, <laughs> you gonna go out there? <laughs> Uh, all right, let's talk about ScarJo. So ScarJo, so Kevin Feige was talking to uh, what the, the America American Cinema Cinema League Cinema some or other. Um, <laughs> anyway, it was an award <laughs> ceremony, and he was talking about Scarlett Johansson, and he said that she you know, she's super talented, and uh, she and her her savvy and her intelligence, and how great of an actress and a producer she is. Uh, but then he also said that there is a top secret Marvel Studios project in the works. Working with her, but not necessarily as an actress, hmm. as a producer. So she, all, so I have a feeling this is probably something. This is probably Kevin Feige's way to try and not lose ScarJo after the incident that just happened with the with her suing. He probably there probably the deal that they struck was here's a lot of money that you were owed because we messed up on your contract and we're trying to screw you out of it. Uh, but Kevin Feige was like, we'll sweeten the deal and you become a producer on another Marvel Studios project that's coming down of your choice. I think a it was more one. of I think it was we fucked up. What do you what can we do to fix this? And Jeez. she and she said I want to produce. Hey, you yeah. give me a producer credit on any Marvel movie, I'll be all right. Mhm. So, yeah, I, I just think that she uh they gave her a pick of what she wanted to do and she said I'll do this. And I think they think it's a smart idea because honestly losing her is, is bad. You, you need to keep you need to keep Black Widow around. You got you got to have some of the originals still favorable of Marvel. You know you can't you can't lose all six. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, all right, Ke- uh, Michael Keaton announced that uh, on Jimmy Kimmel Live that he's returning as the Vulture. We all kind of knew this. Like it was they they brought up Tombs a couple times in the the uh, Morbius. Morbius trailer. Yeah, yeah, we knew it. He's coming back. He's gonna be Vulture again. That's not shocking. 
Uh, Jim from The Office is going to be Superman. That's exciting. Uh, wait, what? John Krasinski is going to be yeah. Superman. He got cast as Superman in Super Pets. He's going to be acting <laughs> alongside of uh, Kevin Hart and um, Dwayne The Rock Johnson playing okay. uh, good old Kal-El, son of Krypton. So that's exciting. He was almost Captain America, but then eventually he was the voice of Superman. And, uh, you know, that's a, that's a win. If you can put He's on like, your resume Superman in any which way, that's a win. Not going to make me Mr. Fantastic? I'm going to D.C. Yeah, fine. F you then. Yeah. Um, all right. So then we've got uh, the last little bit of news that's kind of awesome is we got our final, finally got a look at what Spider-Man is going to be like uh, gameplay footage-wise in Marvel's Avengers. And he looks good. He looks I good. Like there's going to be... There's going to be no story as apparently associated with him. It's just going to be a character drop. So he's Aww. just going to all of a sudden appear as a download that you can get. Uh, because, and it makes sense, if you it only he's only going to be a character for anybody on Sony PlayStation. So if you're using PlayStation, you can play as Spider-Man. If not, you don't have him on the roster, which is probably not why they're adding a story <laughs> element to it. Uh, but he looks good. <laughs> apparently, according to the gameplay footage, uh, they compared him a lot to Black Panther. He's a more agile Black Panther. But his moveset looks really good, and he swings, which I love. And the swing, the swinging mechanic looks like he actually has to shoot webs at things in order to swing. I can't. Oh, I mean, no. I can't verify that because it's the gameplay footage that they released, so it could just have made it look that way. But if remember in the uh, Tobey Maguire movie game, the first one, and then the second one, yeah. the difference between those two games was night and day, and it was all about the swing mechanic. Because the first game, you just held the swing button, and you just randomly swung anywhere that there was place to swing like if there you didn't have to hit anything you could be above the building swinging all day long the second game you had to hit a building which made that game so much more fun uh so if they if they pulled that mechanic over for this that's going to be a great way to move around the board that's going to be an amazing way to move around the board because i don't know about you but whatever means they have of like kate bishop's teleporting for example i do that more than running <laughs> of course <laughs> so swinging around a spidey is going to be good but that's it. So this is your second episode that we're doing one more on Friday. And then after that, um, we're going to take our break. We might come back for an episode here or there because, you know, like the Hawkeye show is coming out. And obviously when No Way Home comes out, we're going to want to talk about that. But we are going to be doing our Odin sleep break that we do usually at the end of Comic-Cons. But the last two years because of the pandemic, we haven't had a chance to. So just a heads up. This is going to be our last full week of shows and sporadically until uh, until January at some point uh, when we inevitably come back in 2022. Uh, we will drop from time to time. I am in uh, but on that note, I'm, I'm, I'm going to do, yeah. Yeah, do, do, do that thing. All right, I'm going to do that thing. You can find the show at Welcome to Fireside everywhere online. That's at Welcome to Fireside of your social media choice, unless it's Twitter, which is Fireside Crew. Uh, and, uh, you know, comment, like, subscribe, all that stuff goes a long way. Subscribe on Facebook now. That's a thing. You know, you can subscribe to the podcast on Facebook. I did, which is weird. <laughs> uh, but yeah you can definitely do that uh, go to Moshko Collects and, and buy some stuff our merch is over there if you want to buy yourself uh, a mask that you you know some stores will make you put on some stores won't <laughs> you can go ahead and throw that in the back pocket as a gamble uh, and uh, and I'm Menti and I'm Features I'm Huey Deuces Excelsior Excelsior